to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today's film is The Impossible with Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor. Obviously, Naomi Watts got an acting nod for this, a nomination for the Oscars. And um, it's impossible to talk about this film without spoilers. So uh, we're going to just give a quick warning now. If you're going to carry on listening, we, we are going to get into the uh, in-depth of this film, as well as probably some of the real-life events surrounding this tsunami. Uh, the director of The Impossible is Juan Antonio Bayona, uh, J.A. Bayona in the credits, and um, he's got a very small filmography. He did The Orphanage and um, some short films, and so beyond that, feature film-wise, this is an incredible achievement, and uh, I think we're going to see some really good things from this guy in the future. Yeah, so- sounds like a super talent that's been under the tutelage of um, Guillermo del Toro, because del Toro produced The Orphanage. I hear incredible things about The Orphanage. Freaky, scary little film. Um, and then he went on to direct this massive um, blockbuster, really, because it was only made for $45 million, grossed nearly $200 million worldwide. So audiences loved it, and I thought it was very, very well made. And this is one of those films, obviously, it came out a little while ago. We've already seen the Oscars come and go, where The Impossible was nominated. And... Um, when a film is nominated for an Oscar, it tends to push it into the limelight, you know? Whereas people may not have thought they were going to watch that film, suddenly there's all this new buzz about it. And whether it's nominated for one or eight Oscars, you know, it's just suddenly thrust into the limelight. So we thought we would take it, um, sort of some time today and um, record our thoughts about The Impossible, obviously after the fact. Um, now, I got told by many people to watch this film. Yeah, but same. Um, also told that it's impossible to watch without crying. Yeah, you know. So uh, let's let's break it down, Lloyd. When did you get teary? I, I got really emotional in a lot of sequences. Um, the pr- the one that sticks out for me is when Ewan McGregor try um, gets a, 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 a he's sitting around at a bus shelter. It looks like, and um, one of the guys gives up his phone. Uh, he say it's running low on battery, and he goes, you "Just use it." And he calls up his. Um, I father guess in law yeah, father, yeah, yeah. Has anyone called up? And he just breaks down, and everyone's looking at him. Oh my gosh, Ewan McGregor's performance there was so top of the line. And that was exactly the same moment where I got really, yeah. oh man, yeah, because it was so sad. The problem is, is that like even though you know everybody's alive at this point, uh, you see his character who obviously thinks his wife and child could be dead, and um, the breaking down. Yeah, it was just really you know hard to to ignore wasn't it yeah. it's was just like yeah you had to get teary it's like i'm not made of stone <laughs> the, the reason why this movie works so well is one because the actors did a phenomenal job but two the the director is very disciplined in not allowing the audience to see his hand um too much like there was a little bit where um naomi watts was coming out of the water and there's almost like a nightmarish sequence where it's she's fighting or it's a yeah it's a nightmare sequence where she's fighting to come rise out of the the uh, this um corpse filled ocean and back out but that's about it he's really restrained he allows the actors to tell the story and allows all the emotion to really filter up and i thought it was fantastic it was a really well-made movie well stuff like uh the injuries and uh, and you know their decisions to climb a tree and things like that these are the things that happened so, I mean, they had to stick basically to this story, though it seems kind of silly to make her climb a tree when she could just kind of sit under the tree and he could climb it and see if he could see anything. You know, there's 
decisions and things that happened that unfortunately you know they had the actual family on set and stuff you know so they could basically supervise how this actually went down yeah. i mean it's the real story yeah it is. And they emphasize that in the opening titles this is a true story true story is highlighted all the other words fall away um look i think we probably agree naomi watts was pretty deserving of a nomination the casting is so brilliant like the banter they had at the beginning in the airport when they're in the airplane and they're talking amongst each other who did you turn on did you turn on the alarm no no i was the last one left i didn't turn on the alarm and then it was just so real and likable like it sounded weird their accents it sounded so polish what level of class are Are these guys english oh it's an english family oh but they're living in japan you know and Mm. all all that plays in but they're so likable and the chemistry just seems so real once that was set in place you were willing to go with this family through all the hardships mm-hmm. emotionally and that's as you, going back to Naomi um what's what she, she was perfect in it she was great my um my mum had watched this film and i think she was put off by it and part of that was probably because you would be watching them walking and then her leg would come out of the water and you would see something gross or when people were uh, coughing up seaweed, you know, you would see something gross that you weren't expecting to see. And by sort of... There's no music emphasising this. It's just saying this is happening. And this is his horror. He's such a master of the horror genre. I haven't seen The Orphanage, mind you, but I know Guillermo del Toro produced it and had a huge hand in guiding him towards it. But if you can make a modern-day audience who plays Grand Theft Auto, who watches Walking Dead flinch like that you've got oh because i was shuddering at the wound behind her leg yep she goes mum and you only briefly see it it's not dwelt upon it's not like you know you only briefly see it and i was shuddering i was like oh my gosh there's uh, the makeup on her face how she's obviously got some sort of poisoning in her body she's dying mm. uh, how her skin goes purple zombie like was fantastic absolutely brilliant mm. no definitely and she looks near death so yeah. often um yeah that you sort of think though you're aware this is based on people if you hadn't looked it up and so forth you might think that you know this is the story of somebody who's not going to make it you know there's so many times where you think anything can go wrong for any of these people the the point is is that it's impossible that they all survived but somehow they did you know in this impossible situation you know um the home movie nature of the Christmas too was nice. Getting that kind of, they've got a camera and they wake up the kids, and you you've only got a certain amount of minutes because fourteen minutes into this film, you're hit by the tsunami. I was shocked at how quick it came. I yeah. thought they'd build it up a lot more, and then I was like, oh, it's happening already. And Great know, special effects. You know what you're getting, though. I mean, you know what film this is. It's not as if you've just sort of turned it on and go, oh, I'll just watch this happy family have their Christmas. You I know? love it. Waste no time. That means. In that 14 minutes, the director had that much time to set it up. Mm. He, he had that window to get you to like these people. And I think it's credit to him, but mostly credit to the actors. And I think the kids did a great job. Uh, the, the lead kid got a lot of criticism in the reviews I read. Like, it wasn't up to scratch and stuff like that. But I thought he did a fantastic job. I liked it. To be honest, I was, I was impressed with the kids acting. Yeah. Um, I thought, Especially the two little kids. They were great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were, they were cute little kids. Right? Yeah. I mean... I thought um, it was funny the resort that it only opened a week ago to the public. Mm. Oh, 
That yeah. sucks for the people who yeah. own that resort. There's I mean, nothing you can do against nature like that. I mean, I'm sure there were houses and lots of things around that were destroyed in the tsunami, but just, did you get that little fact where he's like, yeah, we only opened a week ago. You're like, oh, oh man, that sucks. You know, just, I mean, you get the paper lantern sequence. It's a lovely way of sort of showing them as a family. Beautiful, yeah. As I mentioned, the Christmas home movie nature, the, the kind of banter between you and McGregor and Naomi Watts, because this reminds me of um, Cold Mountain, right? In Cold Mountain, Naomi, uh, Naomi Watts, Nicole Kidman's character uh, is separated from Jude Law's character, and you are supposed to feel this epic love story between them. So, because they're separated the entire time, the small amount of time you have with them has to be enough for you to say, right, I want those two characters to find each other again. Yeah. In the movie Serendipity, Kate uh, Beckinsale and John Cusack's characters have one scene at the beginning of the film the entire film that they are separated and you have to be rooting for these characters to find each other again it helps that in this film they have three kids and that they're split up with the kids so it's like you want the family unit to be put back yeah. together again you know um look i thought my criticism would have been um you don't leave your kids when you and mcgregor was putting them on a uh, you know, uh, send them to the mountains, they'll be fine, this woman might keep an eye on them, which he asks, like, as an afterthought. Um, I don't think I would have been able to leave the kids, you know? I think I would have just kept them with me, and I think, you know, I would have gone to the mountains. I think um, my instinct would be to go there and make sure they were they were safe and then find out what's going on, you know, not stay in the, you know... In the danger area. The danger yeah. area, sure. I mean, uh, did you relate to their decisions or did you think uh, yeah I, I thought that was but it, be, it being a true story mm. I, I guess that's what actually happened must but, have been I mean yeah exactly but yeah it was very strange how the kids um, were taken away put away and then a, kind of abandoned mm. you know after after that devastating effect but yeah no I didn't get that too much <laughs> I mean we get let's talk about the actual tsunami hitting we get such a nice frantic mess um, of Naomi Watts and her eldest son being bashed back and forth, you know, amongst debris. And you feel when she gets hit in the ribs, you know, you feel those hits. Um, it's it's well done. I like the power of the tsunami as well. Like, um, you know, she's underwater and they're fighting that force. Yeah. And everything, this water isn't clear. It's it's populated full of debris mm-hmm. and, 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 and stuff like that. And she's fighting all that and you're getting that ferocity. That was brilliant. Absolutely, and um, to show part of it at the beginning and part of it at the end, I thought was a very telling reminder. I mean, I think they cut at the right moment. You got enough um, of here it comes, it's about to hit, you know, and then sort of bit of impact, and then later on seeing what she actually went through underwater, yeah. you know, twirling like that was really good. Um, As the film says, the impossible, which is what they did, they really you yeah. know fought that against impossible odds yeah and look um the other thing that i've read some criticism on is like how did they not know that it was coming you know because like we get sort of cyclone warnings and things like that i mean there might have been like a tsunami possibility sort of thing uh, um i'm not 100 percent sure yeah, I, story, I don't know how it works but, but with nature of that magnitude how mm. can anyone be prepared for that you know that's yeah. insane <laughs> well and then the opening titles tell you how devastating it was yeah like the most devastating in the history you know of what thailand or whatever. yeah yeah and i mean splitting up the stories like this as well you get the maria and lucas story 
where Naomi Watts and her son, eldest son, are kind of trudging around helping people. It's endearing to see them help Daniel, the little boy. Obviously, it's a, a very nice part of the story. In between such hopelessness and chaos, you get these nice slivers of um, they help Daniel, they help um, the people find each other in the hospital situation. You've got a nice kind of little few nice moments, you know, mm. uh, because you have to give them some hope because as you're watching this, if you just had them separated, can't find each other, there's that incredibly frustrating sequence where they walk past each other and yeah, in the I was hospital. like, oh, please. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, they did lose Daniel at some stage and you sort of thought, oh, that's no good. They just left him with that sort of group of people. And, and yeah, I think there was exactly the right amount of hope mixed in with hopelessness like just seeing the bad seeing the good with no good at all i think this film would have struggled and been very depressing and very much of a downer and yeah. maybe realistic but having that kind of hollywood you know here's a few subplots where people did find each other or it did work out i mean there was still a lot of like people dead by the side of the road there was a lot of like you know well sort of informed destruction but there was also some good there, yeah. I thought. And I think that definitely was needed in this kind of film. You can't just sit and watch a tsunami destroy everything and then, you know, be only rooting for this one story to happen. Yeah. There was enough in between, I think, to, um, yeah, to, to, uh, to break little, it up. Yeah, the uplifting moments are a little bit up there. Yeah. Um, I, I lo- Yeah, as I said, I really like this film. I... I got really teary in it as well i think it's incredibly well made it's um the only criticism i've read and it's a major one um that a lot of people like uh, it got really good ratings across the board but a lot of people are bringing this up the whitewashing idea and what that basically means is they're making everyone the all the exotic people lose their exotic looks and make it more acceptable for the western mainstream viewers so the Thailand people are portrayed as really nice. I don't, you know, I'm probably not wording this correctly, but they're all fine-tuned to the narrative of the Western ways, and we're ignore, we're only focusing on this upper-middle-class white family, and we don't care. It, the film doesn't care about anyone else, and I can see that criticism. And it would have been interesting if this film was made it's a spanish filmmaker right what if they focus on a spanish family mm-hmm. what if they you know would that still have the same criticism i i don't think it's a f- fair criticism against this film i think the director focused and zeroed in on this one story and just told it like he heard it uh, and if the film takes on that attitude then i don't think it's a conscious effort by the director they did an interview with the um real maria um the character Naomi Watts portrays the real woman um they asked her this exact same question you know how do you feel about the fact that they've sort of recast your family as Caucasian oh so they were Spanish family originally I believe so oh my gosh or Mexican I'm not 100% sure but they um they asked her the question uh in an interview and pretty much what she said was she was sick of that question because this film isn't about colour and it's not about race and it's about this experience that everybody went through. There was no, like, you know, we're all human beings. Like, that that was what it was, basically. It just, it didn't matter. And uh, she actually had a say in the casting of Naomi Watts. 
she saw her in 21 grams as a reference for her acting and um they obviously spent a lot of time together talking about motherhood she said and um you know they sort of the experience they talked about you know this tsunami hitting and sort of how lucky they were and lucky to be alive yeah you know kind of thing and i think that the the relationship must have been there to the point where she said this woman can play me you know um regardless of nationality i think it was obviously people are connecting to naomi watts's performance people are saying she's done a good job with this and she definitely has and um i think that would translate regardless of you know her nationality yeah i heard it was huge in spain yep um i wonder how the spanish people feel about that like it it being a spanish story and then the, the producers deciding to change it to uh, uh, upper middle class British um, family that's really she, interesting she also said that um, you know she wasn't sure why they wanted to make a movie about her and her family because they all survived you know wouldn't you want to tell a story about someone who didn't a tragedy, survive yeah. you know ours was not a tragedy kind of thing and they I think this must have come through the director or producers but the, the argument that um to show the tragic stuff, you know, through the prism of this family that did survive, you're still covering off on trying to show this tragedy, but it's just, it doesn't Hollywoodize it because, um, what I want to get into is, is that she did lose her leg. Oh, right. Yeah. Or part of her leg. Um, that bit was Hollywoodized. I think you don't kind of know that by the end. It seems like she has her leg, that they're fine, that everything's intact. That feels like glossed over. That's the one bit, bit which I think there's maybe the most criticism about is that after all of this could the audience not handle her you know having lost part of her leg maybe she didn't handle it so well right away and maybe that's not what they want to show maybe yeah. the sanitary conditions of this hospital after being hit by a tsunami are such that you yeah. know you don't sort of want to see the aftermath of that right away maybe when they fly her to the next hospital they say we have to amputate your leg you know um I'm betting the flying out of the country was a different thing too because by changing it to this upper middle class family, you know, getting the consulate or whatever to fly her out mm. sort of thing is like probably not what actually happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you didn't know she lost part of her I leg. didn't know that at all. And I yeah. would have taken that as well. Yep. Yeah, I, I would have th- perfectly accepted yep. that. Yeah, and I mean, we saw it so damaged that um, had her leg started turning black, that's... The sacrifice, you know, she would have had to make and, like, you know, people do make. They, like, will sacrifice a limb to continue living. And I think that strengthens somebody, like, yeah. Um, obviously, 127 hours is the most gripping example that comes to mm. mind, you know. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, I think I think the audience could have handled it. You agree? Absolutely. Maybe that would have given her the Oscar. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually remember seeing the trailer for this when I was in the cinemas. I thought this was an Australian movie. Okay. About an Australian family. Naomi <laughs> Watts being Australian. Yeah, was... yeah. And it, that's why yeah. I, I had such a shock when I first heard the accents when they were on the plane. I was like, okay, is that British? Oh, it's a British family, yeah. And now hearing that it was actually a Spanish family, I'm still trying to absorb that. <laughs> what did you think about the breakup of um, you don't see Ewan McGregor for 52 minutes? Yeah, that's like a Resident mm-hmm. Evil um, game technique. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, you start off as one character, like a, an explosion happens, um, and you ca- you split, 
and you play the whole game as one character and you get to the end but you got to complete it now to see the full ending as the other character and see everything from their side um that's really cool like split down in the middle we um the last glimpse of the first act with um uh naomi watts, naomi watts is when she's in the hospital i think she goes missing and the boys split up from her and they yeah um he spits up from her and then that's when we see um ewan mcgregor yeah that was a really good technique i mm. liked it good good yeah the same um obviously again <laughs> this is very small criticisms which i sometimes find but he survived a tsunami and then he like trips over a chair which, <laughs> which i thought i guess that must have happened but man it made him look like kind of a loser just like <laughs> yeah some um, of the americans appeared um kind of really mean and that yeah. were portrayed not look, sharing their phone yeah yeah look around buddy everyone needs sonica right i'm yeah. running low on battery here <laughs> yeah. it had to be an american who said that <laughs> well i mean that's probably a good reason like why they didn't make it an american couple because you know maybe they're more less likable you know worldwide <laughs> not every country is so tolerant of americans as they are as the british maybe sure, you sure. know um yeah look the the abandoning his two kids to look for maria and lucas which he described later as the toughest choice i ever made i thought was dumb at the time but i mean he didn't seem to struggle with that decision at all which i think maybe he could have made it seem more like mm. a tough decision maybe held his kids for a bit longer maybe you know kissed them both on the head and just said like i love you guys you know just if he was thinking this could be the last time he sees his kids you know like if there was any danger that they would disappear or anything which they do um maybe a more of a moment there i hope the guy with the injured leg who was helping him and handed him the phone i hope he found his family i mean that's you know you write your own ending with yeah. that although a lot of the extras were uh tsunami survivors uh, apparently that's cool. so i don't know if that guy was but cool. um yeah look i feel like Neil mcgregor's character was a bit dumb at times the there's obviously again what the real guy must have did uh done but why go looking at night desperate actions you know i mean just trudging around at night just felt foolish like um you're wasting energy exactly and you know you could prepare some supplies and then go for like a trek you know like try and find them like try and map out some of the the debris filled area you know try and make a go at it the next day but it just felt like he was like all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go right now and look into it you know it's driven by passion <laughs> maybe driven by love <laughs> yeah the um the support group atmosphere with the phone obviously incredible power incredibly powerful scene I, yeah i completely agree um the two kids stuck in the mountain with the old woman and they were trying to uh i like that line she go, he go, she goes um he goes oh, how old are you and she goes oh 72 how old are you seven and a half <laughs> and uh they're looking at the stars and they're they're talking about whether or not the stars are alive or dead yeah and it's impossible to know you know, which I thought was kind of nice. Um, I don't know if she looked 70-something. No, she younger. looked great she, for 72. <laughs> yeah. She looked like she maybe was somebody younger with some makeup on. I don't know. <laughs> a compliment to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't shocked when the two boys were taken away because without a parent guardian, you know, kind of thing, I just didn't think that was going to stick. Um, yeah, but the emotional plane trip, you know, where you get to the end of this film... And you see that bit of paper which says we're at the beach and that's what he's been sort of carrying around. I mean, that hits too where you go, look at how this could have worked out. If you guys were at the beach, you might be dead right now. You know, I mean, it's 
100 meters 200 meters you know from the resort to the beach or whatever it's like they were at the pool they happened to survive like yeah. the um randomness of it the fact that they did it's ridiculous and pardon the pun obviously impossible yeah know? and yeah just again the emotional payoff where this family is reunited i think was really well done and as i said i think ja bayona will do some great stuff in yeah. the future this is a great calling card isn't it absolutely I mean, you know there's a lot of pressure on him now on what project he's gonna do sure my gosh uh I like the um oh, well I thought it was weird how when he wakes up um after the operation and you don't know if she survived the operation and he walks over to her very slowly and grabs her by the grabs him by the shoulders and goes she made it couldn't you have brought said that you know better more positive like, yeah more positive and the yeah. moment he wakes up by the way we're fine we're good you know just right away so there's none Mom's of this okay thing. Lucas we're going home yeah. the <laughs> but there's that time. long walk you know and he's looking at him he grabs his shoulder almost comical like he goes no it's fine I'm just kidding you know just <laughs> whoa yeah I mean obviously they nailed some emotional moments and these are very minor quibbles yeah. we're, we're yeah, I thought it was a great film exactly I mean I thought I hadn't avoided it purposefully um, up until now. I just um, hadn't got around to seeing it. I, I always intended to see it. I don't know about yourself. No, I didn't intend no, to see it. Never at intended all. it. No. So I've, I've made you watch something. <laughs> well, actually, no. I, I did hear somebody go, "Oh, did I, has anyone seen this?" I couldn't stop crying, you know, mm. and that's what triggered some inten- um, interest. Yeah, well, like, there was enough there that if you were sitting emotional watching this, there would be a series of moments where you would just bawl and yeah. just because I mean it's a tragedy that has been very tastefully I think and you know with enough time passing kind of you know captured this moment I think um interesting to have like obviously a real life version of this like everybody's obviously still alive and there's um I like that idea of all the the um the extras were actual survivors that was yeah. great um when I say everybody's actually still alive I mean in the, within the family unit sure. obviously not every single person survived the tsunami and um one of the the quotes from this article i read uh from the real actress uh real woman who naomi watts portrays she said this is one of the gifts the wave gave me i don't care about myself anymore i only appreciate the moment i don't think about the past anymore i don't take photos of any memories and i don't plan anything for the future i only have now so in a way her entire life obviously as many people's will have uh completely changed yeah. and her mindset now is that right now i'm alive i could be dead tomorrow like just living her life she doesn't take any photos that's what she says strange i mean i'm guessing you know i've never experienced anything like that so she's speaking about you know her level of um understanding of this this is way beyond me she's experienced something so it's changed, yeah. yeah. Changed her entire outlook on the world. Absolutely. Um, which is amazing, too, because, yeah, I mean, to think this tragedy, like, will be represented now for all time, like, you know, this is a, a film made of your life, you know, and I don't know how much they can watch of that without feeling like they're reliving it. If she doesn't want to think about the past, I can't think that they're yeah. ever going to watch that. It's going to be a tough film to watch. Yeah, and it's like saying, you know... If you're Bruce Wayne, this is a quick example, let's see how it goes. <laughs> if you're Bruce Wayne, you know, you're watching a film about your parents being murdered, the moment that changed your entire life, 
you know, you're not going to no. want to watch that, no. are you? It's going to just bring up too many bad memories. Yes. Yeah. Um, one final thing I think I will mention is that I was um, intrigued by the way the sea was portrayed. These little still shots of the ocean and stuff, making it seem like it's this looming villain, you know. And I, I looked at, like, there was some at the beginning and some at the end. I think it might be the final shot of the film. Um, it's almost like... It's not saying it's not over, but it's saying that the threat remains, you know, kind of thing. Did you sort of... No, I didn't pick up on that okay. at all. Yeah, but definitely the environment was was a character, yeah. And I think it was really well shot. Like, um, you're right in the thick of this, you know, the world was very uh, genuine. Yeah, also. the art direction was phenomenal. Really well populated mm. and really well detailed. Detailed, I think, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of bodies that you saw subtly, but never dwelled, dwelled upon, like yeah. in the background, yeah. And that naked man who's just walking down the street as they're driving towards him, and you just kind of Im- immediately kind of go, oh, is that guy nude? And then, like, you know, obviously the wave has, you know, he's lost his swimsuit or whatever the case may be, and he's completely just been put out of you know wherever he was he was at a resort or something this this wave has taken people massively inland and then like a second wave effect has happened when it's pulled back out towards the water and so there's been this double effect and stuff i i found it really interesting and um yeah it's one of those things where you've seen the news coverage you've seen you know you've seen this second hand this is like watching coverage of 9-11 you know Mm. you can't feel what it's like yeah and I think this film does an amazing job trying to make the audience feel the as impact. if they've lived yeah, this, yeah. you know, um, through osmosis, through, yeah, just the things that it chooses to show, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm very impressed with it, um, The Impossible, and I, I think um, I probably would have been sort of rooting for Naomi Watts for more sort of award nominations and stuff. I wish I saw this at the cinema. Yeah, I think that would have been really good. Yeah. Um, another great ad for watching things at the cinema, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Naomi Watts since has done um, that Princess Diana movie, which has just been ridiculed. Uh, yeah, and just nobody she thinks died. That, yeah, and that's the difference there. I wonder because we haven't seen the director. That. Well, possibly. Yeah, you think? I think absolutely. Because I don't think anything's wrong with Naomi Watts, but you, you have to be in good hands, and I don't think she was in good hands. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think. Um, here's somebody a character who based on somebody real but nobody knows that much about her so she's got an opportunity to show us for the first time we're getting access to this real person through naomi watts everybody knows princess diana everyone has sort of a Mm. you know a feeling about her or whatever and maybe that's difficult to translate i don't know I'm uh, I'm intrigued by that one as well. Maybe we'll have to see if in the future. I mean, it sounds like a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> Nicole Kidman's in like a Grace of Monaco one as well. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So like, there's a lot of this Oscar formula where people think they can play somebody real and get nominated, and oftentimes it works. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's tough to, yeah, tough to argue. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. All right, guys, find more from Lloyd and myself at www.podmeifyoucan.com. We've got uh, links there to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is uh, primarily us finding very obscure films with uh, famous actors in them. And um, you can check all that stuff out from the the actual website. But uh, if you happen to download our podcast through iTunes, we would love you to rate the podcast and leave us uh, some feedback there.
All right. Thanks for listening to The Impossible. Thanks, guys. All the best.